0: Hi there, and welcome to Believe for Bigger. I'm Christina Jolly, and I'm your host. I'm a life coach with a degree in counseling. I help women shift their mindset about their identity. I believe once you know your worth in God, then you can fully access all of God's promises. You already have everything you need to live out the life God has intended for you. As we walk this journey together, I will bring you some amazing gifts, increase your faith, based on the word of God and remind you of who God says you are. It's time to believe for bigger. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk to you this week about three things that actually steal your joy. And I'm going to base it on some scripture that I found in the Bible. But number one, I want to talk to you about worry and how that actually will steal your joy When we just continue to worry and ponder on something that obviously sometimes we just cannot change. There's something that about that situation that even though we just continue to worry about it, it's going to steal our peace. It's going to steal our joy and we can't do anything about it. There are just some things that are out of our control and God's word tells us in Matthew six and thirty four. And I'm reading it out of the Passion Translation. It says, refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. So if you find yourself worrying about things that you just cannot control, in other words, it's in someone else's hands to possibly make a decision and you just cannot continue to just ponder on it, worry about it, wonder what's going to be the outcome. What ends up happening with us in our mind is we play all these different scenarios. How many of you have been there before? I know I have. Well, what if this happens? Well, what if that happens? And you spend your time in just worrying about something that you just cannot control. And I want you to really, really focus on things that you can actually control with just your own thoughts, your own actions, and your own reactions to certain things. Because there's going to be temptations for us to actually worry. And I know some of you may be saying, "Christina, that's easier said than done. And I know I've been there myself. And I still have to continue to take thought, take the thoughts captive in my mind and really just Think about what I'm thinking about. Y'all heard me say this time and time again, because a lot of times what ends up happening is our mind starts to go in all these different directions. And I'm here to tell you, my friends that God wants us to live a life of joy. Now is everything going on in our life? You know, there are no issues. There are no problems. Absolutely not. But the joy of the Lord is our strength, my friends. And God, God, clearly tells us that he does not want us to worry. And so number one, one of the things that's going to absolutely steal your joy is worry. And so you need to ask God to help you in that area. That is an area where you really battle with worrying about certain things. You know, I used to worry so much when my daughter was living at home. You know, I was a single parent at that time. And I remember when she got her driver's license, shortly after that, she got her first vehicle. And I was constantly worrying about her at night. You know, when she'd go out with her friends. Yes, she had a curfew. She needed to be home at a certain time. But that didn't mean that I wasn't worried. And I would just stay up. I would, you know, text her. Sometimes I'd text her dad you know, have you heard from her? I haven't heard back. You know, it's been 10 minutes. All of these thoughts started going in my mind, And I realized that I was not at peace. I wasn't trusting God with my daughter. You know, um, I'm not just, I'm not here to say that, uh, you know, she made always the right choices. Cause there were some choices sometimes that she made and You know, I wonder why did she choose to do that? But, you know, what I learned through all of that was that I really needed to trust God with my daughter. And when she left home, you know, whenever she went out with friends or went to go hang out, went to work, whatever she did, I would just ask God to watch over her, to protect her. And also to, you know, to really ease my mind and bring me back to a place of peace. And really just surrender my daughter to the Lord because I couldn't control, you know, um, the situation of maybe she was going to be somewhere that maybe she shouldn't have been, you know what I mean? And so that's what I think about. When I think about the situation or a, a, uh, a joy stealer, I think about how I was constantly worried about my daughter and, um, you know, obviously she's an adult now and she's a parent herself. And you know, there are times where things will come up and I'm not here to tell you that I've completely conquered that and I've gotten it all right. But there are, you know, times where I just have to remind myself who's in control. Who does my daughter belong to? And it just really eases my mind and brings me back to a place of peace. So number one is worry. Number two is negative people a way that you can really tell that, you know, it's really stealing your joys being around a lot of negativity and God's word talks about that. It's actually in first Corinthians um, chapter 15 and verse 33. I'm going to read it out of the amplified version version. It says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. How many of you have ever been around people who are just constantly negative? You know, I remember going to, um, a lunch, um, a while back and, uh, the people that were at the table, you know, um, you actually, you know, went to the, uh, cashier, you know, you placed your order and then, you know, the waitress, you know, like normal restaurants would bring out your food and i remember being at the table and literally like three or four ladies who were sitting at the table were complaining about their food you know they missed something something wasn't cooked right and i just thought oh my goodness like um i know this restaurant really struggles you know with wait staff and i'm not here to say that that's an excuse but let's just give people a little bit of grace right and they weren't rude about it, but they were, it just seemed like one person started to, um, complain and then the next person that got their food complained and then the next person. So a lot of times when you're around negativity and negative people, excuse me, it's really contagious, excuse me. It's just something that, you know, it's easier to talk about the negative things. And it's easier to dwell on what's going wrong in your life versus what's going right. Um, it just can become very contagious when you are around a lot of negativity. So my friends, I want you to just be mindful of the negativity. Now, there's going to be some times where we can't completely ignore, nor can we just completely run from every negative person. Like perhaps you work with somebody that's your coworker. Um, It could be somebody in your family that you encounter, you know, at family functions. All I'm saying is perhaps you just need to limit your time with them and don't fall into the trap of trying to join in on the negativity. You know, some, you know, we've all heard that saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. And a lot of times what ends up happening is people start to say negative things. And then it's just, it's just like a, a a snowball effect. Like it just continues and continues. And God's word tells us that, you know, when we're around that, that it's going to corrupt us, it's going to leave just a negative influence in us and That's not what God wants. Now, I'm not here to tell you that every single day, you're just going to be on a positive note, that you're not going to have a bad day, that things are not going to go your way, that you're not going to complain about it. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, that we need to be the example. And no, not everything goes our way. Not there's going to be times when, yeah, you know, um, it's a bad day, but. Let's think about the things that we're grateful for. Let us be the example and let us, as Christians, let us influence those around us. So number two is negative people. And number three is actually comparison. You know, God's word talks about comparison and God's word tells us in Psalm 139, 14 that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And so if you are lacking joy in your life, I want you to think about the many times that you're actually comparing yourself to somebody else. Instead of looking to the left or to the right, I want you to keep your focus on what God has called you to do. It can be so easy, especially in this time and day of social media, to look on social media and to be quick to think, man, look what's happening in this person's life. Or perhaps they're in business and they seem further along than you. I want you to be very mindful of not comparing yourself to somebody else. God has made you unique. God has made you on purpose and for a purpose. And there is no need for us to compare. We're not in a race. We're not competing against one another. Some of you probably have heard this before. But the biggest competition that you have. Is actually yourself. You should be in competition to be a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. That's your competition. You were your competition, not your your friend, not that coworker who is at your job. Um, You know, not a relative. And it can really be tempting to compare, to think of, man, they really have it all together. Man, they really seem to know what they're doing. You know, why is that happening for them? Why are they getting all these wins? You know, Um, what am I doing wrong? My friends, God doesn't want us to compare. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He made you on purpose. He made you with a purpose, with an assignment. And it's up to you to actually um, really live out that assignment and really just do what you're called to do. And that means not comparing ourselves to one another so number one was worry these are the things that are going to steal your joy number two is negative people and number three is comparison my friends if you can get these three in um in control i guess you could say or if you could just be more mindful of them i believe that you're going to live a more um joyful life, a life where, you know, you're just more free and you're actually going to be aware of just the things that actually try to steal your joy. And again, my friends, God wants you to live a life where you are joyful, that your joyfulness is contagious. That people want to be around you. That people want to say. What is it about that person? Like what is it about her? You know what is it about him? I want you to just really be mindful. Of these three things. My friends. If these things are actually stealing your joy. It's time for you to change. um, How you're actually. Reacting to some of these things. How you're handling some of these things. So that way you can live. A life full of joy my friends you hear me talk a lot about joy because as i've said many times before i lived a life for so many years full of anger bitterness and resentment resentment and um, god did a, a work in me when god does a work in you in your heart and your transformation within yourself you actually want to change how you have been living And God really, truly transformed me. And so my hashtag for life is choose joy because there's so many things that we could, you know, um, meditate on. We can ponder on. And um, joy is actually just one of my core values. Like it's a non-negotiable for me. And I'm not here to tell you that every day is um, butterflies and rainbows and unicorns, as they say. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, that I just choose to be grateful. I choose to look on the positive. I choose to look at the glass half full versus half empty. I choose to believe that God is at work. I choose to believe that, you know what, my faith is um, is is really increasing every single day. That God is, is just doing something in my life. Like, I just choose to believe God's promises and God's word. And if you really focus on that, I believe that you're going to have greater joy in your life. So my friends, I pray that this blessed you. If it did share it with a friend, I want you to know that God is good and you are so blessed and God wants you to live a joyful life. No matter your circumstances, no matter what you're going through, no matter what isn't going your way, God wants you to live a joyful life. My friends, if you haven't already um, subscribed to my text community, I hope you decide to join that every day, Monday through Friday, I'll send you a faithful uh, word, a text, and it will actually increase your faith based on the word of God. All you have to do is send the word faith, F-A-I-T-H, to 361-266-1290, and I will send you a Faith-filled texts Monday through Friday. My friends, if this blessed you, again, I appreciate you sharing it with a friend. Leave me a review and let me know what you think. God bless you.